welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirkei Avos Learning, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're looking at season four with the wonderful commentary of Rabbeinu Yonah. We're looking at chapter two, Mishnah 13, Perak Bet, Mishnah Yud Gimel. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, Have a Zah here, Bikriya Shema Be careful with reading the Shema and with prayer. Realize that Kriya Shema Tvila, Shemona Esri, and Shema are the two most important parts of our davening. It shouldn't be something that's set, it shouldn't be something that's a burden, but a wonderful opportunity to come to Hashem, to talk to Hashem, to engage in conversation with Hashem. When you do daven, and make sure that you do daven, even whatever time you can get to it, make sure you daven every day. Do not make your prayers a fixed routine, something that's set and something that's monotonous. But rather make a plea for mercy and compassion before Hashem. The wonderful God, the only God, the, the holy, omnipresent, blessed be He. Shenemar, as it says, for Chanun, Ki Chanun, Verachem, Hu Erech Apayin, Verav Chesed, Venichem, Al Hara'ah. But the Pazak says, For you are compassionate and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in kindness, and are consoled for the evil. And that comes from Yoav. Be'altahi Rasha, Bifnei Atzmacha. Do not be wicked in your own eyes. We might think that a lot of times we come to davening and it, unfortunately it feels monotonous, it feels routine, it feels mundane, but each time should feel like a wonderful opportunity to actually talk to Hashem, a wonderful time, a wonderful ability to talk to Hashem, a wonderful opportunity to come and to engage with Him and to converse with Him. Tell Him what you want, tell Him what you need, unleash any burdens you have, any stresses or anxieties. Talk to Him about anything troublesome, talk to Him about anything that bothers you, talk to Him about anything that might worry you. Come to Him, engage with Him, and, and, and talk to Him about any faults or slips or anything, sins or anything of the like. But don't consider yourself as a Russia by yourself. Don't think because you slip, because you fall, even if you fall again and again to different sins, to different things and the like, don't think that you're a, really a, a Russia. You can be 99% an amazing person, but that 1% shouldn't define your whole being. Don't think of yourself as defined by any lack, any habit, any addiction, any affliction, or any bad trait or sin that you might have to fight with, you might have to contend with, you might have to war with, because we all have different things that we have to deal with, that we have to take care of, we have to work on. So Rabbi Shimon says, be careful with reading the Shema. He warned us about Kriya Shema even more than about prayer reciting the Shema Esrei because the permitted time for saying Shema Esrei is long, extending until the fourth hour of the day, while the time for the Shema is shorter and should preferably be just before sunrise. This is the time when those who are especially meticulous pray. He tells us to pay special attention to this in particular because it requires great care. When you do pray, do not make your prayers a fixed routine, but rather a plea for mercy and compassion before Hashem. Prayer to God is a wonderful thing. Pray to God like a pauper pleading before him and requesting his needs for a pauper utters supplications pointed out by Mishlei. Do not pray like someone requesting something he does not really need because he does not plead with a lowly heart and broken spirit and everyone needs to plead for his life. For there's no one on earth so righteous that he ne never sins. Or something like that. The Hebrew is from Mishlei. In addition, do not view prayer as a burden. Do not pray as if you are discharging a debt you are obligated to pray. 
and you're obligated to pay, realize it's a wonderful opportunity, a wonderful ability to come to Hashem, to talk to Hashem. As it says in the plus of your compassion, merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and consult for evil, everyone needs God's mercy. If things are going well for you at a time when God stays his anger and shows you compassion, be aware that it's not due to your great piety that God is being merciful toward you. Plead with Hashem, lest you regret that he was consoled for the evil, God forbid. Your sins may cause you to deserve punishment, and miracles do not happen all the time. Understand, Hashem takes care of you always, but sometimes might seem better than others. Realize that there's a way, and Hashem has to take care of things at different times. Do not be wicked in your own eyes. Do not consider yourself a wicked sinner who cannot repent. You will despair of the possibility of repentance, and if a sin presents itself, you will feel that it is permissible for you. Compared to all the terrible sins you've already committed in the past, this one seems insignificant, God forbid. You also should not consider yourself righteous, as it says in Gemaranida, when a fetus is in its mother's womb, it is sworn to the oath. Even if the whole world says you are righteous, you should consider yourself wicked. That comes from early on in Gemaranida. This does not mean that you should view yourself as totally wicked, but rather as a half-innocent, a half-guilty, bainoni, not fully righteous, not fully wicked, right in the middle. If you do a single mitzvah, you are fortunate, for you have tipped the scales in your favor. And if you have committed a single sin, woe to you, for you have tipped the scales to the guilty side. As it says in Vayikra Rabbah, and the correct source seems to be Kohelis Rabbah, but here it says Vayikra Rabbah, one should always view himself as half-innocent, half-guilty. As it says, a wise man fears and turns away from evil. Even though the wise man turns away from evil and refrains from sin, he is still fearful because he views himself as wicked. As a result, he pursues mitzvahs, which tip the balance in his favor, and flees from transgressions, which tip the balance against him. So realize, when you come before Hashem, when you talk to Hashem, you should do it in supplication and not at a routine. Realize that each time is an opportunity, each time is a chance to talk to Hashem, to engage with Hashem, to be with Hashem. Realize it should be full of asking for mercy and compassion because everything comes from Hashem and He could give you whatever you want, but it has to be done in a way that's appropriate to talking to the King of all kings, the one true King, Hashem. And realize not to be considered in your own eyes as a sinner. Feel it like yourself, like you're an average person, you're a middle-of-the-road person. Yeah, I have sins. Yeah, I have mitzvahs, but I'm probably right in the middle. So any mitzvah you do can tip you to the good side. And if ever you do, it can tip you to the bad side. So if you're holding at that middle stage, hopefully you could always push yourself to do more good, to do more mitzvahs than averos, God forbid. Because we're always standing on the threshold of good or bad. And they say that you're always either, at, you're never stagnating. You're never at one level. Either you're, you're raising yourself to good or you're falling to bad. A person who is constantly in motion, a person who is constantly either striving or falling, make sure we're always striving and pursuing good, pursuing mitzvahs, Torah, and chesed as much as we can, every single day. Join us next time as we talk about being diligent and scrupulous in learning Torah here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.